Okay. Praise the Lord. Great. Okay, so let's pick up where we left off. Chronicles again here. Uh, you know, all, all your your Bible's laid out. It's just laid out historically. Okay. I know we're looking at it up and down. These columns go Genesis, Exodus, this, like this, like this. Okay, all the way, all the way to Revelation here. Complete timeline. And uh, oh, anyway, you you look look up some things, Young Earth, and watch some people try to debate. You know, whatever, and the, the Young Earth stuff always wins out. There's just no competition. They actually now they're actually saying now that the top evolutionist guys they they have to come to grips with the fossils at the start are still the same ones that we have here. They're, they claim there was you know there was some change, but they're gritting their teeth, going, "Well, okay, it it just kind of poof at the beginning." Oh, hello, that's where ours come from. Simple, we just know who made it. God made it. Okay, but anyway, but it wasn't all that long ago. That's the. They still hold to their billions of years, five billion, what they're up to now. But it's not true. This timeline here, Jesus references the book of Genesis more than any other book. He talks about Abraham. All, he mentions all these others too. That's the reason the Bible became the Bible. You took the guy named Jesus in Matthew that we read about. You know, let's just take Matthew just a moment. Hang on. Matthew, and uh, you can't hardly go anywhere without, look at that, the ancestors of Jesus Christ, descendant of, well, who's David? Well, if you read the book, oh, you learned about David. Well, who's Abraham? Well, you learned about Abraham. Okay. Oh. But anyway, uh, let me go over here to John just a moment here. Uh, John, I believe I want to go to chapter 8. Let's look here a second. Uh, look what Jesus is saying. Now, these guys are... These are not just regular people coming up. They were, they were the heads of the church, the religious leaders. Let's see if we can pick up on it uh, right here. Oh. Of course, he says, I'm the light of the world. This is where he said that, you know, in John chapter 10, verse 18. The Pharisees, all right, there you go. There's a group of who's talking to him. They were the most religious. I mean, they're Jews, okay? They really claim they just believe Moses. But they, they couldn't see who Jesus was. They certainly weren't going to believe he was the Son of God. These claims are true even though I make them concerning myself. For I know, look at that, where I came from. We don't say that. When Laura was born, she was born here. She didn't pre-exist. No. Bob, same way, Myrna, Janet, me, myself, and Paula. We weren't, look what Jesus says. I know where I came from. And where I'm going. But you don't know this about me. You pass judgment on me without... Let's see what he says. You pass judgment on me without uh, knowing the facts. I'm not judging you now. But if I were, it would be absolutely correct judgment in every respect. For I have with me the Father who sent me. Your laws say that if two men agree on something that happens, their witness is accepted as fact. Well, I'm one witness and my Father uh, who sent me is the other. Where is your Father? Oh boy. He's going to tell them. Well, you don't know who I am, so you don't know who my father is. If you knew me, then you would know him too. Jesus made these statements in the section of the temple known as the treasury. See the history here? But he was not arrested, for his time had not run out. Later on, he said to them, I'm going away, and you're going to search for me. Look what he says. You're going to die in your sins. (gasps) Well, in our society, we don't believe there's sin. (laughs) Well, it don't matter what we believe. And you can't come where I'm going. 
The Jews asked, is he planning suicide? What does he mean you cannot come where I'm going? Then he said to them, you are from below. I am from above. You're of this world. I am not. What is this? That's why I said to you, you will die in your sins. Look at this. For unless you believe that I'm the Messiah, the Son of God, you will die in your sins. But think about this. You and I, we believe in Jesus. You're not going to die in your sins. No chance. No chance. Because we believe. Let's keep going here. I'm the one I've always claimed to be. I could condemn you much and teach you much, but I won't. For I say only that what I'm told by the one who sent me. He is the truth. But they still didn't understand he was talking to them about God. Look at this. Jesus said, when you've killed the Messiah, that's the only reason he was coming to, to be killed. He was the lamb. You'll realize that I'm he. And I've been telling you, I've not been telling you my own ideas, but have spoken what the Father taught me. He who sent me is with me. He's not deserted me. For I always do those things that are pleasing to him. Then many of the Jewish leaders who heard him say these things began believing on him. Boy, they were starting to catch it. He said, now here comes the famous verses right here. You're truly my disciples if you live as I tell you to. And there it is. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. You know, we use that so much in America today. I remember hearing it in the campaign. I know. Trump said it many times, whatever. Nice little phrase. Anyway, oh, they said, we're descendants of Abraham. We've never been slaves to any man on earth. Now, that was a lie. They were slaves to Pharaoh, slaves to Nebuchadnezzar, and right now they were slaves to the Romans. We've never been slaves to any man. What do you mean set us free? Well, you're slaves of sin, every one of you. And the slaves don't have rights, but the son has every right there is. So if the sun sets you, remember if the sun sets you free, this is that verse. You'll be free indeed. Realize, now yes, I realize you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because my message doesn't find a home within your hearts. Oh, I am telling you uh, what I saw when I was with my father, but you're following the vice of your father. Remember what he's going to say your father is? Your father's the devil. <laughs> he's heading up to that. Our father's Abraham. No. If he were, you would follow his good example. But you're trying to kill me. All because I told you the truth I heard from God. Abraham would not do a thing like that. No, you're obeying your real father when you act that way. They replied, we're not born out of wedlock. See, in the King James, you see the same thing. Uh, our true father is God himself. Jesus said, well, if that were so, you would love me. And I have come to you from God. I'm not here on my own. He sent me. Why you can't understand what I'm saying is because you're prevented from doing so. You are the children of your father. Whoa, there it is, the devil. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning and a hater of truth. There's not one iota of truth in him. Now, what you need to know right here, he wasn't saying this to everybody around. He was telling these Pharisees who were trying to get him. They just sent a group to have Jesus arrested. Everybody else was going, wow, wow. But some preachers have spent all this and they just spew at our, at, uh, we believe in Jesus. And they just, they think he's talking about us. No. And so when I tell you the truth, you naturally don't believe it. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of a single sin? No one. And since I'm telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Uh, anyone. Here we go. Whose father is God listens gladly to the words of God. Since you don't, it proves you aren't his children. Look what they called him. Good grief. 
Now, this was not everybody. This was the Pharisees. You Samaritan, foreigner. Now, boy, they're true colors. Devil. The Jew, See, notice, leaders, they snarled. Didn't we say all along you're possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me. I honor my father, you dishonor me. And though I have, this is so good. Remember, we're, I haven't, we're going back to Genesis and Chronicles, but watch this. Remember, Jesus says, remember he keeps saying, I've come from somewhere. They're going, nah, you came from Mary and Joseph. He, he's going to make them really mad here. With all the earnest, I tell you this, no one who obeys me shall ever die. Praise God. That's us. Glory. Anyway, the leaders of the Jews said, now we know you're possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the mightiest prophets died. Well, see, they didn't realize this was God. You ain't going to kill him. Well, if you do, it wasn't going to last for three days. You're going to rise from the dead. Even the mightiest prophets died. And you say, obeying will keep a man from dying. So look at it. Oh, boy, they set him up for this one. So are you greater than our father Abraham who died? Remember, they're snarling. And greater than the prophets? Blah, 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 sarcasm. Who do you think you are? Jesus told them this. If I am merely boasting about myself, it doesn't count. But it's my father, and you claim him as your God, who is uh, saying these glorious things about me. Here we go. But uh, you don't even know him. I do. If I said otherwise, I'd be as great a liar as you. But it's true. I know him and fully obey him. Look at this verse. Wow. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Well, Abraham's dead. No, he's still kicking somewhere. He knew I was coming and was glad. The Jewish leaders. You aren't even 50 years old. Now we, now we know. Yeah, he was. Remember approximately 30? Okay. Sure, you've seen Abraham. Well, you know what the Lord said here. The Lord's like... If you only knew who I was, look what he says here. The absolute truth is, I was in existence before, before Abraham was born. Now, you think somebody like that can take care of you and I today? Oh, yeah. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Praise the Lord. At that point, look at this. The Jewish leaders, they picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus was hidden from them, and he left the temple. Okay. Let's go back to where we were in 1 Chronicles. I think we were going to 17. Let's see. Oh, uh, let's see. Make sure it's 17. Yeah, 17. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I have to look at this one more time. Okay, here we go. All right. So, uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 17. David, this is, uh, of course, it wasn't God created, you know, the first man was David. No, David's way down the chain, isn't he? He's way down the line. This is after uh, Pharaoh and coming out of uh, Egypt. It would be Exodus and on down the line. And finally, David's the second king. The first king was, was who? It was Saul. Anyway, David had been living in his new palace for some time. This is chapter 17, verse 1, 1 Chronicles. And he said to Nathan the prophet, Look, I'm living here in a cedar-paneled home while the Ark of the Covenant is out there in a the tent. Okay. Oh, oh! Hang on a second. We covered that. I know we did. Let me. I apologize. I thought we. Yeah, we stopped right there at at eighteen. Okay, so they he moved the tent. All right, here we go. The tabernacle, chapter eighteen. David finally subdued the Philistines, verse one, and conquered Gath and its surrounding towns. He also conquered Moab. Required his people to send him a large sum of money every year. He conquered the dominion of King. 
Hadadezer of, of Zobah, and as far as Hamath, at the time of Hadadezer, went to tighten his grip along the Euphrates River. You know, you could find out these other guys here. The history shows they were there. David captured a thousand of his chariots, seven thousand cavalry, twenty thousand troops. I mean, I tell you, it's just, you, oh, he did this because it, the Lord. It was not like, well, David, boy, he's just a good guy. The Lord wanted him because he was so good. No, David was so good because of the Lord. So here we go. He crippled all the chariot teams except a hundred that he kept for his own use. When the Syrians arrived at Damascus. Uh, to help King Hadezer, David killed 22,000 of them. He placed a garrison of troops in Damascus, the Syrian capital, capital, so the Syrians, too, were forced to send him large amounts of money every year. Wow. Here we go. Here's the explanation. And the Lord gave, look at that, the Lord gave David victory everywhere he went. Now, when you read the book of Psalms, that's what this is all about. The 23rd Psalm he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. I mean, this is a cakewalk, isn't it? Wow. He brought the gold shields of King Hadezer's officers to Jerusalem, as well as a great amount of bronze from Hadezer's cities, Tibna and Kun. Okay, King Solomon later melted the bronze and used them for the temple. That's his son, remember? Solomon is. He molded it. He, he kind of goes, that's why it's in parentheses here. He molded it into the bronze tank, pillars, instruments used in sacrifices. Now, I want to jump ahead here just a moment. I want to show you something. Uh, how far does Chronicles go? There it goes. It goes all the way to 29. Uh, look at that. Remember, this is a historic timeline. David is fixing to die. He called the whole assembly together. My son Solomon, whom God chose... To be the next king is still young and inexperienced. And the work ahead of him is enormous. For the temple he will build is not just another building. I mean, this thing was so glorious. For the Lord, uh, it is for the Lord himself. Using every resource at my command, look at this. I have gathered as much as I could for building it. Just David did. Enough gold, silver, bronze, iron, wood, and great quantities of onyx. Other precious stones, costly jewels, and marble. Where'd he get this from? The Lord. Mercy. Let's keep reading a little piece of this. And now, because of my devotion to the temple of God, I'm giving all of my own, look at that, all of my own private treasures to aid in the construction. Well, he's going to go broke now. David wasn't broke. Praise. The, why where we get all this poverty stuff from? Except for its unbelief. This is in addition to the building materials I've already collected. These personal contributions consist of, look at this, million, notice that, personal, millions of dollars in gold from Ophir and huge amounts of silver to be used for overlaying the walls of the buildings. It'll also be used, wow. I mean, you're going to have a hard time, you would, trying to believe there was never a person by the name of David, never a person here by the name of Solomon. Oh, yeah, it is. Remember the Wailing Wall? It's the only piece that's still up. Of course, that was a reconstruction of this one, but let's keep going. This is in addition to the... Okay, here it is. Okay. These personal contributions consist of... Oh, we got that part. Okay. It'll also be used for articles made of gold and silver and the artistic decorations. Now, and you know, that's why you've heard people go, well, I don't know why they spill that money on that church down there. Big old bell up there. They could have fed the... You can feed the homeless anytime you want to. 
There's nothing wrong with these beautiful churches. You go in there, they're trying. It's really great. Once you know the story, it's like, woo, the Greek Orthodox Church. Man, that's pretty. And these other places, just gorgeous. When I was in Philadelphia three or four weeks ago, I saw a church and I thought, man, oh, man, I bet that thing sparkles on the inside. It's just huge. Now, if it said church of the devil, I understand. But it, this ain't church of the devil. It's, a, it's, it's supposed to be a Christian church. Anyway, here we go. Now, look at what he says. Now then, who will follow my example? Who will give himself and all that the Lord, excuse me, who will give himself and all that he has to the Lord? Well, David, you're the only one that's been blessed. Oh, baloney. So look what happens. You mean the Lord can bless? Oh, he did. Look at it. Then the clans, clan leaders, the heads of tribes, army officers. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. And the administrative officials of the king. Where did they get this money? Man, God's blessing their socks off. Huge sums of gold and silver and foreign currency. And also 675 tons of bronze, 350 tons of iron. They also contributed great quantities of jewelry and deposited at the, the, the temple treasure with Jahiel, a descendant of Gershom. See, he was keeping record. That's how they knew how much it was. Everyone was excited and happy for this opportunity of service. And King David was moved with deep joy. Well, there's nothing happy about the Lord. The Lord may crush you. God gave him victory everywhere. See, we're not, it's, and I tell you, I do it just as well as anybody else. If I quit reading my Bible, I'll start believing the most stupid things. Here we go. While still in the presence of the whole assembly, David expressed his praises to the Lord. He's going to kick off a song here. David, what are you? Are you a king or are you a singer? You can't be both. Oh, ho, ho, whoa, 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 whoa. The priest were the choir members. Remember that? And they were supposed to take care of the building, you know, and the sacrifices. Oh, Lord, I, I, God of our father Israel, praise your name forever and ever. I guess so. When you can quit worrying about this, you know what? You're pretty freed up to help other people. You got to get the monkey off your back. If you got financial trouble this morning, you need to get that one off you real quick. And, and you will do this. Notice he says, our father, Israel. Okay. Remember Jesus said, pray to our father in heaven. Pray to your father in secret. He'll reward you openly. Look what he says. Yours is the mighty power and glory and victory and majesty. Everything in the heavens and earth is yours, O Lord. This is your kingdom. Now, what if we started out our prayer this morning that way when you're faced with trouble? I can't believe I ran out of gas. <laughs> but wait a minute. Lord, yours is the victory and the glory and the power forever. And Oh, here comes a guy with a gas can. <laughs> I mean, something's going to happen, praise the Lord. You're not going to be out there long. Here we go, keep reading. Uh, oh, Lord, this is your kingdom. We adore you as being in control of everything. Look at this. Riches and honor come from you alone. So why am I struggling thinking it's the company I work for? I'm going to go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I need a little bit. I need a raise. Go to him. Anyway. You're the ruler of all mankind. Your hand controls power and might, and at your discretion that men, uh, whoo, okay, let's see, what do you say? Oh, are made great and given strength. Oh, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name, but who am I and who are your people that we should be permitted, look at that, to give you anything? Yeah, really. I mean, but we do. Everything we have comes from you. Wait a minute, it's my smarts. I'm just being religious here. David had to do this in front of the people. Didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. 
David knew the whole time, man, I'm just good with that slingshot. Well, if he was so good, why did he take five smooth stones as an eight-year-old? He grabbed five and didn't take but one, you know. He knew it was the Lord. We're here. Look at this. We're only here but for a moment. Strangers in the land as our fathers were before us. Our days on earth are like a shadow gone so soon without a trace. Oh, Lord, our God, of all this material we've gathered together to build for your build a temple for your holy name uh, comes from you. Look at that. Everything we got, it came from you. Boy, that's... Oh, I told you what they're trying to do with Thanksgiving in our country when they try to keep God out. Well, I just want to thank you. Uh, you know, we want to thank Laura for being such a great friend all these years. That's not what Thanksgiving's about. This time of year, we want to thank Bob and Paula for what they've done in our life. You know, and I, I keep talking about Jesus, but I mean, what a great person they are. Well, I am thankful that everybody's friends, but that's not what we thank for. It, we, boy, we have to thank the Lord. Yeah, here we go. Everything we have comes from you. And we only give you what's yours already. <laughs> we are here but for a moment. Oh, we, we read that part. Uh, okay, here we go. It all, it all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you test men to see if they're good. For you enjoy good men. I've done all this with good motives. And I've watched... Wait a minute. What happened to that bad sheep of stuff? What about it? That didn't stop anything. What have you done? God doesn't fall off his throne. And God doesn't treat you less because you've made a mistake. He don't. He won't. And I've watched your people offer these gifts willingly and joyously. Remember the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver? Wow, isn't that something? Oh, Lord God, he's still praying. Oh, Lord God of our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Israel, make your people always want to obey you and see to it that their love for you never changes. Give my son Solomon a good heart to follow you so that he will always want to obey you in the smallest detail and will look forward uh, eagerly to finishing the building of your temple for which I have made all these preparations. And David said to all the people, give praise to the Lord your God. And they did, bowing low before the Lord and to the king. The next day they brought a thousand young bulls, a thousand rams, a thousand lambs as burnt offerings to the Lord. Uh, they offered drink offerings. That's Kool-Aid, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah. And many other sacrifices on behalf of Israel. Then they... Now, this is church. It's not supposed to be tailgate time. It was tailgate. We don't have a tailgate at, at work. We work hard. And I heard during our big briefing the other day, uh, October, the such and such, we're going to fly in a Chinook. We're going to get all the cars out of the way. It'll be a helicopter in there. It's going to land there. We're going to do tailgates like we did last year. And I'm like, whoo, what fun. I can't wait. It's going to be fun, man. And he said, what we'll do is we'll go from place to place, and you'll fix your plate, whoever's fixed whatever, and everybody's going, I'm going over to Steve's barbecue. He's got the best. <laughs> I mean, it's a good time. Instead of like, I don't know anybody here at work. I don't want to know anybody. God's been mean to me all my life, and I'm mean too. <laughs> what? You know, people are that way. They are. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they feasted and drank, look at that, before the Lord with great joy. Some people... They just want to rip Christmas out of our lives. And it's so stupid. They feel like, well, I've done the Lord's work by making everybody feel guilty at Christmas. <laughs> Boy, that angel was singing with that uh, bunch on that hillside to those shepherds. Wow. A glorious host of angels. What were they singing about? Peace on earth and goodwill toward man. Peace on earth. We're going to make you obey or you ain't going to heaven. No, that's not what it, Jesus the Lamb was going to die for the world. Praise the Lord. 
Again, they crowned David's, King David's son as their king. So they had a big coronation for uh, his son Solomon. They anointed him before the Lord as their leader, and they anointed Zadok as their priest. So God appointed Solomon to take the throne of his father David, and he prospered greatly, Woo! and Israel obeyed him. The national leaders and the army officers and the brothers all pledged allegiance to Solomon, and the Lord gave him great popularity with all the people of Israel. And I'm at, look, uh, what? We got to quit talking about money. No, you can talk about money all you want to when you acknowledge where it comes from, Jesus. And it always comes from there. He amassed even greater wealth. How can that be? Oh, you know the story. Praise the Lord. He was the richest, I think, of all people in, every, in the whole world. David was king of the land of Israel. There's a time frame, 40 years. Seven of them, I remember, at Hebron. Remember that? 33 in Jerusalem. Look at that. He died at an old age. Remember, he's the one that says and told us to say it too. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. You get this too. And honored and his son reigned in his place. Details. Biographies of David have been written in the history. We've been reading that. First and second Samuel. The history written by Nathan the prophet. And the history written by the prophet Gad. So look how many other guys wrote stuff. These accounts tell of his reign and his might and all that happened to him and to Israel and to the kings of nearby nations. Fairy tales. Oh, no, it wasn't. Now, let me finish up. Let's go back to where we just let off. We were at 18. Okay. So he's wiped out this country, wiped out that country. Do, do, do. He brought all those shields in. Okay. His son melted down. That's where he jumped ahead and said King Solomon melted that bronze. Okay. All right. When King Two of Hamath. Just stick with it here. Just This is short. We're almost at the end of it. Look at this. So this king too, whatever, of Hamath learned that King David had destroyed Hadezra's army. He sent his son Hadoram to greet and congratulate him. King David on his success, uh, to, to congratulate King David on his success, to present him with many gifts of gold, silver, bronze, seeking an alliance. For Hadezra and two had been enemies, and there had been many wars between them. Now that was Hadezra and two. Two apparently, here's a good guy here, whatever. King David dedicated these gifts to the Lord. As he did the silver and gold, he took from the nations of Edom, Moab, Ammon, Amalek, and the Philistines. You know, just want to remind you, Edom, uh, actually, these two guys were descendants of Lot. That was their parents, whatever. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, remember that? Abraham had a nephew named Lot, Sodom and Gomorrah. His two daughters had those two heads of those tribes. Who was that? Twins that were born, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob and Esau. Whatever happened to Esau? Edom. His descendants were the Edomites. Okay, here we go. Amalek uh, and the Philistines. When the world was wiped out, it was Noah, right? Noah and his two sons, you know, Larry, Curly, Moe. Yeah, Shem, Heshav. Uh, well, Shem, I can't get it right now. Uh, his sons were uh, Shem. I won't say Shem. Yeah, Shem and Ham. Yeah, Shem and Ham and Japheth. Japheth that's it, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Ham, his descendants are the Philistines. What's, it's so cool to know that, oh my gosh, I mean, this is so intricately detailed, you know, you know, I want to ask my professor of archaeology if, if these guys, why ask him? He, he didn't want to, he, he's trying to separate himself from the Bible. They just make up stuff. They don't have any details like this. Anyway, so Abishai, the son of Zariah, then destroyed 18,000 Edomites. Oh, 
So why was God being so mean to Esau's descendants? Well, like I say, they started throwing their kids to the fire. God's just not going around whipping up on people. Anybody in any nation that served God, they were okay. All right, anyway, he put garrisons, that's defense places. You know, he set up, you know, like occupation. In Edom, forced the Edomites to pay large sums of money annually to David. This was just, an, here, look at this. Richard, you already read that. No, that was up a little bit earlier. He gave David victory after victory. David reigned over all Israel and was a just ruler. Now, if you erase that, and you, become, you could be just like it. But if you quit being just, you watch it all fall apart. Anyway, Joab, the son of Zeruah, was commander-in-chief. Yep, he was brother to Abishai. Jehoshaphat, he's not the same Jehoshaphat that was king later, but he's, look at that, was the historian. Nah, these guys wrote with rocks, you know. Oh, pff, mercy. Zadok, the son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, son of Abathar, were the head priests. Jesus mentioned him. Shavha was the, special, was the king's special assistant. Remember, there was only three people in the kingdom. <laughs> no, there weren't either. His place was huge. Israel's still there today. We're going to quit right here. Benaniah, son of Jehorda, was in charge of the king's bodyguard. The Cherethites and the Pelethites and David's sons were his chief aides. Wow. It gets even more incredible when Solomon takes over. There's so much details. Matter of fact, the Queen of Sheba shows up. And you can read it for yourself. So when she comes, she's in awe. She says, I've heard about this. I've, I had to see it for myself. She said all the butlers were wearing the finest stuff. You know? And at that time, Solomon was giving all the credit to the Lord. Man. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you. You're here with us. As we saw, Jesus was before Abraham. He still is today, just like we know. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, Jesus, take care of us today. So, if we're hurting in our bodies, we know you'll fix that. If we're hurting financially, we just read you fixed all that. And David said we should sing about it. And, Lord, if it's some other problem, great or small, whatever it is, you get us out of that trouble, whatever it is. And, Lord, we'll be sure to have our own little historian and keep records, and we'll count our many blessings what you've done for us as we tell others about Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, pray. Look at that. We, we stopped right on 30, 30 minutes and 10 seconds. God.